Hi everyone, Chris here from IELTS Advantage with another podcast, the IELTS VIP podcast. So what we do in this podcast is we have a group of VIP students who we work with and every week we ask them, can you give me a question uh, so that I can go very, very deep on answering that question. So that's exactly what we're going to do in this podcast. And one of our VIP members asked this question, how can I improve my fluency in the speaking test? And they mentioned that uh, they make lots of grammar mistakes and lots of vocabulary mistakes, and then they have to self-correct um, or think about what they're doing and then that lowers their fluency. So this is a very, very good question because it affects a huge number of you. Um, and I have a way of helping students um, that has really, really worked in the past, which I'm gonna share with you today. So what I want you to think of is, imagine your brain is like a computer. Imagine your, your laptop or your, your desktop computer at home. And what happens when you open your laptop and you've too many programs open at the same time or you open up your browser and there's too many tabs open at the same time. What happens to your computer's performance? Well, you probably notice this when you open, there's too many things happening, especially if you've got um, a cheaper computer that doesn't have great performances, it slows down or it completely crashes. Um, and this is because there's just too many processes going on at the same time. And this is exactly what happens in the IELTS speaking test to your brain. So think about how many things that you are thinking about, how many processes that are going on in your brain when you are doing the IELTS speaking test. So some of the things that you might be thinking of are ideas for the question, how to um, give a grammatically correct um, answer. So thinking about different sentence structures and um, grammar, um, uh, grammatical mistakes that you might be making. Also, you might be thinking of vocabulary and you might be thinking of meaning and collocations and all of these things related to vocabulary. And you might be thinking all, all sorts of other things like uh, thinking about your pronunciation and thinking about your fluency or just thinking um, about like, ah, this, qu this question is really difficult or I'm about to fail this test or the examiner is not being nice to me or, or, or a multitude of things that might be going through your head. So what you need to do is you need to, the same way that you would fix a problem with your computer, if there are too many tabs open or too many programs open, you need to, to close a lot of these things down. Um, so the, the three principal things that most students think about in the IELTS speaking test are ideas, so thinking about the ideas for the question, grammar, and vocabulary. So you're not going to stop thinking about ideas or stop thinking about grammar or stop thinking about vocabulary, but you need to make it more automatic. In the same way that, remember when you were first learning how to ride a bike? you probably really had to think about it and, and really have to process all that information uh, consciously. But now when you get on a bike, you never forget. It is just a automatic process. Same with tying your shoelaces. When you were a little boy or a little girl, you had to you know, think about exactly where the ties and the loops were going and really think and concentrate on what you're doing. Now you just tie them without even thinking. Same as if you're learning how to drive a car. When you're first learning how to drive a car, 
you might be like thinking about the mirrors and thinking about the signal and looking around you and thinking about the pedals and the gears and you're consciously having to think about all of these things and when you do that you stall the car or you make mistakes but after you've been driving a few years it becomes automatic so this is the approach that you need to to take for learning vocabulary and grammar and using vocabulary and grammar. So in order to improve your fluency, you need to improve your grammar and your vocabulary. Until you improve your grammar and vocabulary, you're going to have those fluency problems because you're going to be thinking of the correct grammar structure or thinking about like, is that a countable or uncountable noun? Or is that the definite article or indefinite article? Or verb subject agreement how does that work in the, like you're just thinking of too many things whereas when I'm speaking now as a native English speaker I don't think about these things at all not because I'm some sort of genius or things like or, or anything like that it's because that I've just used the language so many times and received it and produced it so many times that it becomes second nature to me so a lot of people will will talk about I have a fluency problem when in reality, they don't have a fluency problem, they have a grammar or a vocabulary problem. So th there's always a balance between grammar and vocabulary. The, the, the more you improve your grammar and vocabulary, the, the, um, the better your fluency is going to become. So for many of you, you don't need to work on your, on your fluency as such, you need to work on your grammar and your vocabulary and improve that. And, and for vocabulary especially, move things from your passive vocabulary into your active vocabulary, the vocabulary that you can use. What you'll often hear with students um, in, in the IELTS test if they have problems with fluency related to vocabulary is, oh, I, I knew the word but I just, it was on the tip of my tongue. Like I, could, I couldn't use the word. Um, and, and that really comes down to practice and using those words rather than just learning lists of words or, or just reading or listening to, to those new words. So those are the first two things, uh, grammar and vocabulary. Improving your awareness and your ability to use them is going to improve your fluency. Um, related to that is also perfectionism. Um, a lot of people have a big problem with fluency, not because their grammar is bad or not because their vocabulary is bad, but because they are trying to produce the perfect sentence. So they're trying to think of the perfect grammar structure, the perfect sentence, the perfect word, the perfect collocation. And a lot of this is related to um, them being taught in school that your grammar must be perfect, that your vocabulary must be perfect. It's always interesting when you when you teach in different countries. Some countries will, um, be, in general, their students will be very, very, very fluent. And then you go to another country and the students are not so fluent, but their accuracy is much, much better. Uh, and I think this is related to, to perfectionism on, on how you've been taught English. If you've been taught English in a very you know, grammar-first, vocabulary-first way where it's all about grammar and vocabulary and it being perfect and never making mistakes, then your fluency generally will suffer. But if you've grown up in a country where they teach you that you know mistakes are okay, everybody makes mistakes, then your fluency is generally much better. So uh, the second part of improving your fluency would be relax about grammar and vocabulary mistakes. Of course, we want to eliminate as many mistakes as possible and reduce the number of mistakes that we're making, but in order to get, like for most of you listening to this, band seven, band eight, 
someone even who who is at a band eight level is making quite a few small grammar mistakes and a few vocabulary mistakes. Nobody, even a band nine person, a lot of band nine um, people who are getting band nine in the speaking test are making little slips with grammar and little slips with vocabulary. However, if you try and produce 100% accuracy at all times, then you're you're reducing your chances of getting a seven or above for fluency because there is that relationship. You'll often get students who are speaking and mm, thinking about the sentence and then saying something else and then, uh, mm, mm, you know, these audible hesitations, these audible pauses, that's just an audible signal that they are thinking about the perfect sentence. So don't let perfectionism creep in. The third area that that we talked um, that I mentioned was ideas. Trying to think of ideas. Many of the students who I work with, um, it's always surprising when when some of them, uh, when I'm doing like mock speaking tests with them, um, their fluency is quite poor because their when I look at their grammar and vocabulary when we're working on their writing, their grammar and vocabulary is great. So one thing I noticed was. A lot of students didn't have a grammar and vocabulary problem. That wasn't lowering their fluency. What was lowering their fluency was just thinking of ideas. They were trying to think of impressive ideas, or they were trying to think of um, you know, an idea that would uh, really answer the question perfectly. Um, on the speaking test, there are no marks for ideas. It's pronunciation, nothing to do with ideas. Grammar, nothing to do with ideas. Vocabulary, nothing to do with ideas. Fluency, nothing to do with ideas. And coherence. Coherence means that you do have to answer the question and you do have to develop your your answers, but it doesn't mean that there are certain ideas which will get you a high score. So remember that the speaking test is a speaking test. It's not an ideas test. It's not a knowledge test. Um, So for many of you, you can reduce reduce the number of fluency errors that you're making and improve your fluency immediately by just relaxing about ideas. Um, and, And a really easy way to do that is to speak to the examiner in the same way that you would speak to a friend or a colleague or something like that. Like a good example is you'll ask a student like where did you grow up or tell me about your hometown um in the speaking test and they'll say they'll tell you about the history of their hometown the architecture in their hometown the transport system in their hometown like would you ever say that to a friend or a colleague or a teacher who says where are you from you'd probably just say oh i'm from blah 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 and give a little bit of extra detail and that would be it you don't need to 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 give an answer. Uh, it's not a like a like a PhD thesis or a master's thesis. It's not that that kind of a test. It is a speaking test. They want to know: Can you speak properly? Can you sp- communicate effectively in English? Um, it's not a a test of knowledge or or your IQ or anything like that. So, in summary, if you want to improve your fluency, you need to shut down as many of these programs, as many of these tabs in your brain as, as possible and free up that, that RAM um, that will allow you to speak fluently. So in summary, what you need to do is work on your grammar and vocabulary. The more proficient you are, the more comfortable you are with the language, the less uh, or the fewer um, fluency mistakes you're going to make because you're not thinking of all of the words. You're not thinking of the grammar structures. You're not thinking about the different 
choices that you have with words and grammar. Um, the second thing is to eliminate perfectionism as much as possible and accept the fact that you will make little mistakes um, and, and focus more on fluency rather than accuracy. And the third thing is be totally relaxed when it comes to ideas. There's no correct answer. There's no band nine answer. There's no. There's none of that. It's, there's no answer that the examiners are looking for. They're just looking for your ability to communicate effectively in English. And they're thinking about grammar, vocabulary, pronunciation, fluency, and coherence. Those are the only things they're thinking about, not how amazing your ideas are. So those are both short-term and long-term solutions. Um, in the short-term, relax about making grammar mistakes, vocabulary mistakes, and ideas, and long-term, improve your awareness of grammar and vocabulary and use the grammar and vocabulary. Um, you know, don't study it in a book just 100%. You can't study grammar and vocabulary you know, in black and white on the page and then, but never actually use it. Um, do study the grammar, do study the vocabulary, review it often, but use it often as well. Um, and that will really help you improve your fluency. Hope that you uh, were impressed by those ideas and that you'll use them in the future. Um, the students that I work with, those those um, ideas and those techniques have really, really helped them improve their scores and improve their overall fluency as well. So if you need any more help, feel free to go to our website, ieltsadvantage.com. And that's it for now. Thank you very much, guys. Bye-bye.